Hello and welcome back to Bourbon and Stuff. This is Carolyn and as always here's my husband E. Hello. And we are back after a nice break because let me tell you 30 days of bourbon was rough. Just a little bit. <laughs> that was very taxing to do a single podcast all day every day. So much editing so that break was so lovely. Okay um so we're kind of gonna take this one a little uh differently differently because we want to talk about two different topics and we weren't absolutely sure on how to start on them so we kind of ended up with um going down path of b which is talking about really good bottom shelf budget options. Yes. So this episode today is going to be talking about what we personally believe are bottom shelf bourbons. That's the sub $30 category. Yes. That will uh, be something that we think that you should try. And ones that are definitely worth the price of purchasing. Yeah, absolutely. And we will be doing an episode on budget bourbons, um, mid-tier bourbons, high-end bourbons, allocated uh, and uh, unicorns. And then uh, to wrap everything up, we're going to eventually talk about what we think will be the best ones for potential gift giving. Yes. Yeah. Especially for those people who aren't really into bourbon, Uh but have that you know, friend or family member in your life that is, and you're just trying to think, what could I get them? Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So just to preface, all of these on our lists will be American uh, bourbon. It will be American whiskey, American bourbon. There will potentially a couple rise. Yes. Yeah. That, that's why I stated whiskey. Yes. <laughs> because um, not everyone is into Irish or, or Scotch. Scottish, uh, the Scottish Scotches or Japanese. and that's Or okay. even Canadian. Or Canadian. And that's okay. Uh, don't get me wrong. There's going to be a couple of good bottom shelf Canadians for those people that, you know, who like the flavored varieties. Or even just good Canadian whiskeys. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, neither of us are uh, well-versed in the options that are really out there for any of those varieties. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I guess we'll go ahead and kick things off. I have a list in front of me, and one of the first things that we believe is a fantastic bottom shelf uh, bourbon is... Jim Beam Distiller's Cut. Yes, that one is one that, depending upon your area, you might not be able to find. But if you can, for $20 at 100 proof and non-chill filtered, mm-hmm. you're not going to really go wrong with that. Yeah, um, it is a, it is presumably, according to the label, it is a limited run, limited release. But here in Florida... We've still been able to find it for multiples on the shelf twenty dollars at retail, um, for months now, and there are many people that I have confirmed in Kentucky and California who are yes. able to get this on the shelf at all times. We are not the only ones who believe that this is one of the best uh, Jim Beam bottom shelf products. Yep. And I guess we can continue down this particular distillery's options and move to the next one from there. Yeah. 
Um, so I think that another really good option uh, in the budget line, sub-30, uh, it's kind of skirting it depending on your region, is Knob Creek. The mm -hmm. Knob Creek small batch, not single barrel. That's another tier entirely. Yes. And the Knob Creek small batch, depending on your area, is about $25 to $30. In our area, it runs about $27. Yeah. Um, and Knob Creek is part of the Jim Beam small batch collection, and you're you're not going to go wrong with that one either. Mm -hmm. um, if you also want to go more classic beam profile, Jim Beam Black Label. Yeah. Um, um, I personally am not too familiar with Jim Beam Black, but it is one that I know that a lot of people enjoy, and it, I see very that nutty. and I see a lot of people drink. Yeah. And it's one of the ones where. Um, if you're going to use it as a mixer, that's what a lot of people do use as mixers. Yeah. But yes, it is very iconically beam nutty. Yeah, it used to be eight years age stated, but they kind of dropped that a couple years ago. Okay, and that one retails for about $20. Yeah. Um, are there any others in the Jim Beam line that you could think of? None that are bottom shelf or budget. Okay, so from the beam distillery, where should we travel next? Um... Should we go to Heaven Hill? Yeah, I think Heaven Hill's a good Heaven place Hill to go. Heaven Hill is a great one. And oh man, do they have a lot of budget options. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that one of the best ones that you can probably go with is the um, Evan Williams 1783 is, is my personal preference for that. And that one is super budget at sub 14 for some people. Yes. Our area, it is about $15 depending on where we go. We can get it for a dollar or two more, a yeah. dollar or two less. And with that, I will counter by saying uh, Evan Williams white label, which is their bottle and bond option at around 16 to $17 for mm -hmm. a 750 mil bottle. But and there's also Evan Williams single barrel. That one is also there, yes. And, and that's about 24. Yes, all three of those options in the Evan Williams line specifically mm -hmm. are, are really great offerings for what they are. You are more than getting your money's worth with them. And you're just, you, you can't go wrong with any of them. You honestly can't. Evan Williams is a very good, non-offensive, not overly nutty. Because Heaven Hill is also one of those um, nuttier yeast strains. But not in the boiled peanut, more in the roasted peanut or peanut butter yeah. style flavor. De depending on which bottling. Yeah. Um, keeping in line with that, uh, Elijah Craig... Yes. Is another really good Absolutely. option. Absolutely, and there's there's quite a few different Elijah Craig's that you can get a hold of, but none that are in the budget range. No, no, like the Barrel Proof or Barrel Select. Yeah, um, and Elijah Craig does run just at <laughs> our our cap of thirty dollars here. Yes, you may not be able to find it for that inexpensive. You may be one of the lucky ones who find it closer to twenty five. But for us, it is $30 on the nose. Yes. And I will say that if you happen to be a Kentucky resident or one of the neighboring states, there are so many other options for you out there, mm -hmm. including, but not limited to, and we're just going to skirt across these because, well, limited release. Um, there is the Heaven Hill six-year green label. Mm -hmm. uh, there's JW Dant, JTS Brown, 
and uh, T.W. Samuels, all of which are bottom shelf bottle and bond options. And very, very, very inexpensive. Yeah, like sub $15 for a 750 or $20 for a 1.75 liter. And, and I, I will say oh personally, yeah, I will say personally <laughs> out of all of those, if you have to pick one that Ooh. you should get your hands on, it would be Dant. J.W. Dant. Absolutely. That is one of the best bottom shelf bourbons that you can get your hands on. Yes. It's and incredibly difficult to find outside of Kentucky. But it is possible. But it is possible. That yes, one is, is possible. possible. The others I have never seen outside of Kentucky. Yes, but um, Dant is amazing for a bottom shelf. So if you're looking to try something new and don't want to break the bank, Spend about $16, get that lovely bottle. It's plastic. Yeah. It's non, uh, you know, it's very actually, unassuming. Actually, the 750s and the one liter are glass. Holy moly, really? With a plastic cap. That's what it is. Um, okay. And skirting away from bourbon for a second, another uh, Heaven Hill product that is absolutely delicious and is almost a running joke in the bourbon community <laughs> is Mellow Corn. Okay, yes, Mellow Corn is... It's a bottled and bond corn whiskey. It's so laughable. It's so basic. The bottle is so just unassuming. It, it looks weird. It's got a corn stalk on the front of it. It's got blocky lettering. It looks like it will be the cheapest, most mundane, just... Bleh. Bleh, unpalatable thing ever, but... It is amazing. They are. Yeah. And I'm I'm not making a joke out of this, but it genuinely does taste like buttered popcorn. And um it also goes really well with caramel corn. Yes, we we actually made um caramel corn a couple weeks ago and as a, a, as a joke. As a joke, we took a picture of it with the mellow corn because the, the theme of what we were cooking for a themed week, it was corn. Yes. A little bit about us. We do cooking challenges every week. Yeah. Just to throw that out there yeah. to make more sense of things. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we decided to take a sip of it with it. And my God, it is so good. It was glorious. Yeah. It really was. So if you're into more just like basic corn whiskeys... Sure. It's worth it. It'll look so weird to some people, but uh, it costs like what? $12? Yeah, there's like 10 bucks in some areas. Yeah, it's it's incredibly cheap depending on where you go. And it's 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 one of those oddballs that you can't go wrong with. Yeah. Um, okay. I think uh, Old Forester is probably a next great transition point. Old Forester 100. Yeah. To Old be very clear, Old Forester 100. Which used to be called Old Forester Signature mm -hmm. uh, in the event that you find an older bottle. Um, and, or And that retails for about 24 here. Yeah, 24, but you also get a... No, no, I got that mixed up. Yes, it's $24 for a 750 and... It literally is right down the middle. Every flavor that you'd look for within a bourbon, it's right in there in that flavor mm -hmm. profile. But they also happen to have a rye that's also 100 proof that is around the same price. But for that, you get a one liter bottle. Yeah. Um, one thing that we're, we're avoiding, and I'm going to roll back just a little bit. And what's that? Maker's Mark. Ah, yes. Just good old regular Maker's Mark. Um, and that's a $20 bottle. Which actually 
uh, brings up one that we forgot. Um, Maker's Mark being a weeded bourbon is yeah. on the sweeter side. It is. Um, Heaven Hill has their own weeded bourbon that is also in this same price range, and that is Larceny. Yeah. And Although Larceny is about 25 Yes. So, I mean, it's, it depends on where you're at. It, it entirely um, does. But one thing we found is there are people who love Larceny. There are people who love Maker's. And nary the two shall meet. Yes, I am. I am definitely a makers girl. I am not a larceny girl. And I am definitely a makers guy over larceny. Yes, I, I can see why people like larceny. Yeah. But between the two, I'd rather have makers. Yes, but by no means are we saying that larceny is bad. No, we just have a personal preference to makers. Yeah, and. Makers is one of the better budget bottom shelves that you can get. Yeah. And it mixes well, and it's unoffensive enough to drink on its own. And you know, I have to say, anybody who tries to crap on Makers, have them try it blind. Absolutely. And, and see if it genuinely is as atrocious as they like to claim. Yeah. But trying it blind, it's really quite tasty for what it, it is. It absolutely is. It's got a lot of the vanilla, a lot of caramel, a lot of spiciness. Really pleasant, unoffensive oakiness. It's not tannic yeah. like a lot of bourbons can be on the bottom shelf. Okay. Um, should we talk about the giant elephant in the room? How we are avoiding all Buffalo Trace products. Yeah. Okay. So Buffalo Trace products as a whole, depending upon your region, mm -hmm. can be incredibly scarce or plentiful. Yes. And the better of the bottom shelf versions of Buffalo Trace products is its namesake. Yeah. It is Buffalo Trace bourbon. Unfortunately, our area, if we're lucky, we can get it at some of the smaller shops for about $20. But other areas, it's closer to 40 or 50. It is ridiculous because and allocation of Buffalo Trace products in Florida and is, a few other states and too. a few other states, but Florida specifically is awful. Um, yeah, so it's safe to say that everything that we list for Buffalo Trace products are either right in line with the budget that we're throwing of under thirty dollars, or it can go as high as 150 or 200 dollars depending upon which one it is that we list mm -hmm. um so classic buffalo trace really can't go wrong with it if you can find it for under 30 eagle rare is a fantastic entry level budget option that mm -hmm. has a good pedigree it's 10 years old it's decently complex and and uh <laughs> when you can find it about 25 to 35 is average for it. it some, is. some places have sold it as low as like 19. And Especially in like targets in yes, the Midwest. Those places are a godsend. If you can find it, it's a lovely bottle. It's uh, a very classy looking bottle. And if you're wanting to get into completely unoffensive, clean, friendly, friendly, iconic bourbon flavors, 
Eagle Rare is good. And I will say that when we first started getting into bourbon mm -hmm. and we got our first bottle of Eagle Rare, the very next day we drove out and got a second bottle because it was that tasty. Um, so with that in mind, I guess we could talk about the two weeded options from Buffalo Trace, the, the Weller line. <sighs> okay. I, while I love the Weller line, while so many people love the Weller line, I cannot in good conscience tell people to, to grab it because <laughs> odds are you're going to pay way too much for it. Yeah. Uh, if you can get it at retail, it's a win all day long. So Weller Special Reserve and Weller Antique 107. Yes. Are two of the, the bottom shelf, that is a very subjective it term, is. Buffalo Trace products, when you can get them at retail, they're about 19 to $25. Yeah. Um, but odds are you will never get them that if you're in areas with bad allocation. Yeah. Uh, Special Reserve is starting to populate a lot more now so you might get lucky on that one yes there but... are there are a lot of places especially in the midwest and california uh that just have shelves and shelves and shelves of special reserve at msrp and that's fantastic and i can't wait to see if that happens with antique as well yes. but i am not holding my breath yeah but um in florida specifically uh ABC, our, our ABC, not the government-ran ABCs that it's some of you know, but ABC the, Fine Wine and Spirits, the family-owned yep. and operated since 1936 or 1937, um, they have a monopoly on Weller products. So they are the only ones that sell it, and they have a vault system. The only one that we can get outside of the vault is Special Reserve, everything else Weller-related. It is required that you spend $1,000 a year to get a chance to be picked in a lottery to purchase the rest of the Weller products. Which is just crazy. Yeah. So, boo on you, ABC. Get rid of that vault system. <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Um, are there any other distilleries you would like to talk about? Woodford's. Ah, oh, yes. Yes. The classic Woodford's. Yeah. You really can't go wrong with that. It's right down, right down the middle. Ex basic bourbon flavor profile it is and if you have someone who is starting on yeah. bourbon gentleman's jack okay yeah that, or gentleman jack so uh yeah woodford's and it's a great really uh basic starter yeah for people who are just getting into bourbon one of the first ones that i started drinking yeah yeah huh. absolutely um it's about 26 27 dollars it's not my preference these days um there is one that we have not mentioned yet that everybody clamors over and that is wild turkey 101 not my preference not your preference not my preference but it is a very re very rich spicy bourbon that has a lot of depth of flavor for like 18 dollars a bottle mm -hmm. Yeah, um, Wild Turkey is one of those... Love it or hate it? That's what it is. It's one of those things that you are either part of the turkey cult or you are not. Yes. 
If you say to someone who loves wild turkey, wild turkey's crap, prepare to get hell rained down on you. But you know what? Stand up to them. Yeah. Stare them down <laughs> as you drink your pappy on ice. <laughs> or no, no, you're pappy with Coke. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would make some very angry people. Um, I'm personally not a wild turkey fan, though I understand why so many people are. Mm -hmm. But I do not... Uh, I don't go for it on the shelf. I won't go for it in a bar. It's it's just not my thing. Yeah. But it's a great bottom shelf option. Exactly. And of course, some of you will disagree with this. But so help me God, Jack Daniels is bourbon. It is. And Gentleman Jack mm -hmm. is a great bottom shelf $25 bottle to start out on. Personally, not my thing. No. But that's okay. I think it's a little bit on the bland side. Yes. I don't disagree. If you're into lower proof bourbons, mm -hmm. if you're into things that aren't bourbon, but you want to try to get into bourbon. Yeah, it's a good entryway get into in, bourbon. Yeah, yeah, try Gentleman Jack. It's a great, really, really easy to drink, neat bottle. And I'm sure this is kind of breaking the spirit of the rules, but uh, a half bottle of Jack Daniels single barrel barrel proof we can get for $26 and oh my god is it amazing but that is that is breaking the rules but we're a full for, size bottle is 64 yeah we're going for full that's a whole other category we're going it for is. full bottle <laughs> but yeah okay so as far as bottom shelf is concerned those I think are, this, this is a pretty good approach yeah those are some of our personal favorites or ones that we we can understand we can justify and recommend yes absolutely um the only other two I could throw out there as honorable mentions are Four Roses um, Small Batch, which is about 28 or 29. But again, um... And Bullet. Bullet Bourbon, which surprisingly enough, from what we've read, is actually sourced by Four Roses. <laughs> so you take that as you will. Okay, and personally for me, Four Roses and Bullet are not my favorites. Yeah, their their flavor profile is not my go-to. Yeah, it's a it's a unique flavor blend, but it's cheap enough that if you want to purchase either of those two. Yeah, they're affordable. They're affordable to try. And if you do like them, consider going down the higher rye or rye whiskey path. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, rye is definitely my preference, mm -hmm. but they are not my cup of tea. Those bottles in and of themselves are far too peppery, a little bit metallic for me, and more heat than flavor. Yes. Um, we could also potentially throw out, um, High West Double Rye, which is 26 in a lot of places, mm -hmm. but can go as high as upwards of 35 or 40, depending yes. upon the store. We can get it here for 25. Yeah. Pretty consistently. Consistently. Yeah. Uh, there's one store that sells it for 25. Other places sell it for about 36, but 25 is a store right down the road and it's always on the shelf. Exactly. So if you're definitely into rye, High West Double Rye is... It's glorious. It's a, it's a beautiful blend is what it yes, is. Yes, it is amazing. Although I would not call anything in High West bottom shelf. No. It, it may be priced bottom shelf. Yes, but I would... it's quality far surpasses. Yeah, I would definitely call this more budget 
like all of this, all of these budget because yeah. only a few of them would I really, I really believe earn the badge as a bottom shelf liquor. Yes. I think Dant falls as a bottom Dant. shelf liquor and, yeah. and Brown falls as a bottom shelf liquor. Mellow Corn falls as a bottom shelf liquor, but they're all fantastic for bottom shelf. Yes. Uh, the rest of these are just unbelievable picks for budget. Yeah, they're really good quality staples that, for the most part, you can pretty much get anywhere at an affordable price, mm -hmm. and yeah. you won't go wrong. Yeah, there's there's many, many, many that fall under the sub-30 range that we, we love, but they're a little bit more difficult to get, so we didn't really want to bring them up, talk about them, boast about them, because... Hell, half the time... You're not going to be able to get them. Yeah, we can't even get them. So, it, you know, it's it's not worth... Uh... It's not fair to bring them up in this conversation, but we'll have another podcast specifically about that. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about some of the harder to get to get ones later. Um, Any other thoughts for you? No, I think that this is a great list for, uh, for budget options. Yes. So, um... As always, uh, please do check me out on Instagram. My username is bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. And if you've listened to me before, I did find out that unfortunately I cannot take my underscores away because someone already has that name. No. So, <laughs> so I will forevermore be bourbon underscore and underscore stuff. And um, if you choose to donate to my channel, please know that you'll be supporting me and my husband in expanding our channel, in buying future uh, microphones to improve our phone, improve our audio our, quality, our audio quality, to uh, give us the ability to purchase more highly sought after bottles for yeah. review, and of course to support our ability to pay for shipping if we want to send out samples to some of you amazing listeners and supporters. So keep that in mind. You can donate anything from a dollar a month to $5 a month or more. All of it will be absolutely used in the best ways possible. And ultimately it will all be going back out to you guys. Yes. So without further ado, remember bourbon is meant to be shared.